Hi, you guys. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. This is Chelsea. This is Aaron. And we're so excited to have the one and only Mateo Lane in the house. You know, it's so funny because I've been like throwing Mariah out there on Girl Code. Like I just always talked about Mariah. Yeah. And they're like, can you maybe not talk about Mariah? Um, I will be meeting her December 2nd because no. I'm hosting the red carpet for VH1 logo for Divas Live. What? So I put it out there so much. That it happened. That it's happening. And How? she's performing. Okay, first I want to, I, we need to unpack that. I think we but need to introduce you. That's what, yeah, we yeah. need to contextualize the uh, you for the audience. Okay. As if they don't know. I'm a so. faggot. Um, I'm on MTV's Girl Code and Guy Code and joking off. And, um, <laughs> you know. You're also an excellent artist. Yes. That's like your other life. Wait, yes. What kind of art do you do? I was a storyboard artist for television commercials and fashion ads for years. That's so fun. But I oil painted in Italy. That's where my training was. That's really cool. And Matteo and I and met. And an opera singer just... On the side? Yeah, yes. Also a singer. Okay. <laughs> Mateo and I met on Girl Code. And I have a couple of pictures, actually, that you drew one day. Oh, I'm on sure. Like, what I drew, Michael Jackson or something? Yeah, I have a, a Michael Jackson rendering and a jazz leg rendering in my bedroom hanging up on How my How about that? Board. Take that, Krista Stefano. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, love Krista Stefano. If, if I could, I would marry him. You might, you could. I mean, like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's in my, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I just think he's the <laughs> nicest person ever. Um, okay, so let's get back to Mariah. So you love to do a Mariah impression, which you just did. Yes. Um, do you, did you pitch yourself to Logo or did they just, no, they just came the to me. So they reached out to my agents and the thing is, um, my, uh, I've just talked about it so much that I ran into one of the producers at Logo and he goes, you know, I just want to let you know that they were planning on getting one of the drag queens to do it. And I said, no, you've got to get Mateo. And I oh thought, that's God. it. That's what I get. I've talked about it enough. <laughs> I'll be, I know, I'll be disappointed. You secreted your way into Mariah's heart. I mean, how many episodes did I talk about Mariah? I felt like you Everyone. filmed me a lot for Girl Code. So I, I mean, yeah, I think I was with me most times for Girl Code. You, Yeah, I would say every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, we probably What have. do you think about her uh, reality show that's coming out? I think she's ridiculous. I think she's a, she's a sinking ship. I think that I she's, it's, she was one of the world's most renowned singers. And now she's doing a shit reality show. She's with that Russian manager who's enabling her to mental disorders. She's got pill problems and she drinks too much. And she just is like completely unaware of life. And her voice sounds like beef jerky. She needs to, <laughs> I talk about this with Tanisha all the time. She needs to go away to an island for a year yeah. and have a mental and spiritual and voice teacher and fix herself. I because she just, I mean, now she's like blonde and I, she just a mess. And didn't yeah. her, she broke up for engagement, right? Didn't well, he her, broke up with he her. He broke up with her. Yeah, because Wendy Williams was like, you know, Mariah, I think this, uh, personally, listen, a lot of you out there think that I don't like Mariah. I to like Mariah. Mariah, you're a strange woman. So don't, but never change yourself for a man. And Wendy's right. But he, I mean, she's so cuckoo bananas, you know, and now she's suing him for $50 million for inconvenience. Oh no, the ugly billionaire from Australia. Mariah's suing her ex? Suing her ex for $50 billion for inconvenience. And let me tell you something. I saw them on an E interview and she was on her yacht and next to her yacht was his yacht. I don't call that inconvenience. Oh that seems very convenient. That seems unbelievable. <laughs> when you have a makeup team, nothing yeah. is inconvenient. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll look forward to that. When does that air? December eighth, I think. December eighth. Right, oh well, mine. Perfect. Whenever Divas Live comes out. So just I, I don't know. I'm going yeah. December second. 
Google Divas Live. Uh, anything else? Well, we can plug some more of your shit at the end. Let's yeah. get in before we you enter- have a general idea of who he is. Yeah, why a we, faggot. Yeah. If, yes, that's that's all you know, need to know. Yeah. Um. So before we get into your ghosted story, should we talk about some topical shit? Always. This has been a big uh, theme in my life recently. Smoking the old stash, mm-hmm. so to speak. Going back to exes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a cycle of this, I would say, three times. Well, two of them weren't exes, so I don't know if we can, but, you know, no, people no I was really like... No one really in New York, really but... exactly yeah. is official, but so, you know, I kind of did like a cycle of smoking the, own, uh, the old but stash But I think once you close the door, and then if you go back and open that door yeah. back up again, that's like, what we're I'm talking about. I'm just kidding. About. I left something in there. Yeah. But, <laughs> Mateo, you had an interesting perspective when we were offlining about this topic. But this is a pretty, pretty common thing. It's just like Chinese food in New York. You go to the same restaurant over and over again when you want Chinese food. And every once in a while, you'll try a new one, and then you go back. I mean, I think, you know, I haven't had a boyfriend in six years. I've been in New York for five years almost. Oh, wow. So I, I wonder what that is. But um, I, yeah, I'm talking to some guy right now. Here's with me, it's like with gay dating, this is what it is. Like if you fucked someone, kind of dated, but it didn't work out, but it's always sort of on good terms, and you text them and they have a boyfriend, the acknowledgement is, okay, text me when you break up. Right. Because you just assume that no gay relationship will work. And so this guy <laughs> just broke up with his boyfriend. And this it, guy that you just met like the other day. No, no, that guy, oh, okay. I'll marry him. But this guy, this guy just now all of a sudden starts flirting with me again. He's like, he's like, hey, we got to work out together, blah, 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 this and that. I'm like, oh, and then I, then I just found out he broke up with his boyfriend. So he yeah. came back from how long were you seeing him? Or how long we saw each other like a, over a year ago and then he was like very annoying. And so I like broke it off with him. And then we like tried, we like hooked up again and then just like stopped talking. Then he got a boyfriend and I was like, all right, we'll talk when you're, you and your boyfriend are over. And now they're over. And so now we're chit-chatting again about leggings for the gym. Oh, what a treat. Well, what he's you- getting a nipple piercing, you told me, which I think <laughs> is... <laughs> That's disgusting. I can't. I mean, if it works for some guys. I found a lot of guys are very into nipple play, and mine have no feelings, so I don't know... Do Why you don't yours have any feelings? It's not that I don't have feeling, but I just don't get... I have guys who are like, suck it! But, I mean, <laughs> I just... I don't know. I don't have... I'm not... It's just not a thing. It's not like there was an unfortunate accident. Like I just- it was like Gloria Estefan in a bus accident, and it just <laughs> ripped off my nipples. Um, I still think that that show she has on your feet, you know, on Broadway. Yes, of course. I it's think that at intermission, a bus should run the entire, <laughs> entire <laughs> cast over, and they have to get a new cast every day. It get a, it would get a lot of workers in there because you know a lot of people want to be on Broadway. I still haven't seen that it show. Would yet. Like, what would be the what would be the point of going to it? That's true. Um, I dated a guy in that show, and we did, did really? we did the old boomerang with each other. Did he have nipple piercings? I uh, no, he didn't. But he had the biggest stick I've ever seen. Have you ever I mean, it was like this wine bottle. I remember literally at one point being like, what? Oh, wow. Like I thought it was. <laughs> but don't you feel like at some point it's just like there's it can be so big that the enjoyment factor goes down? Yeah. You know, I just slept with this guy the other week. I'm really sounding like a slut over here, but I promise no, you I do not get laid that much <laughs> um, or at all, actually. Um, but this guy is another guy, another guy who keeps coming back. They all I come saw back. Two years ago, this is how much of a piece of shit I am. I saw this guy two years ago. I, obviously, I look a little different now than maybe I did two years ago. Sure. But I saw this guy two years ago. We went on a couple dates. He's like, I'm so superficial. Like, that's my insecurity because he's so hot. Right. He's Dominican. He's beautiful. Beautiful mm-hmm. skin, beautiful body. Just hot. And we went, we would go on a couple dates and then he would um spoon with me but nice. nothing past that like wouldn't uh. kiss me wouldn't I just spoon nothing else was that frustrating to you or was it kind of adorable well, of course, was no it, it was frustrating because yeah. i'm like what is happening here and sure. then he told me oh, i'm not sexually into you while we're spooning in our underwear so i left i know and then two years later he hit me up 
And of course, I'm, you know, insecure. So I was like, sure. hey, I feel like I. So we went out and got dinner, and he was like very nice and friendly and like very different. Why did you agree to go out to dinner with him, though? You thought you could flip the script, or you just thought. Uh, yes. And I'm bored and I'm insecure sure. and all these things. Of course. My therapist would hate that I went, but I went. Mm-hmm. And then we had sex. We had great sex. And then what was his review in the morning? He was just like, oh, I just wanted to see. No, he was like super nice and kissing all this stuff. But then goes back to Stone Cold via text. So then have you seen him since then? Yes, we had sex again. Fantastic. And then back to Stone Cold. So what do you think his so agenda wait, so is? So he just hits you up, you guys have sex, and then... I think he maybe is dating silence. somebody. Oh, and he's not telling you the whole I, truth. I, yeah, because I didn't realize it. And then I was with somebody the other day, and they're like, oh, my friend Emma Wilman. She's like, he's dating someone. No question. Do you think... Well, makes what? me feel bad about myself, and I keep going back for it. Listen, we've all been there. You're That's not the one dating him, though. And he hasn't, he hasn't confirmed for you that he's dating somebody that's just like a hundred. No, but I mean, if I say, I've said stuff to him, like, why don't we hang out more or whatever? And then he won't text me for five days, literally won't respond to that. And then five days later, he'll text me. How are you? Well, so to that like, end, what? do you think you're like, still wondering about that question? I asked you five I know, days ago. It's there. You see it. I see it. It didn't go away. It's there. But then I don't have the confidence to say anything about it. I just keep going along with it because I'm stupid. Well, I should have more self-confidence. Or is it that you Definitely just sort of like want to lay, for, like want to get fucked by him? And so then I mean, you I would do. love that. But now I met this other guy. I mean, so that's I good. Like. So like dump this, this other guy that only texts you like every five days. Yeah. But I'm I don't really... think it's like a loss, though, if you are getting off and you're having a good time. You're right. My therapist would disagree. Well, yeah, because do you think is there something inherently emotionally dangerous about going back to somebody that you've closed the door to or is it just sort well, of it never depending ends on well. the, ed- the headspace you're in because does it go back to the idea of like can we have sex without feelings and yada 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 I'm yada, fine yada. with having sex without feelings I just need someone to lay that out for me right That's yes. so, so I, I'm totally fine with that if you just want to fuck fine right. you know what I mean like just tell me so that I know what to expect right so I don't expect anything else and we had great sex like great great sex but do you feel like it seems like you're a little bit emotionally invested or no are you letting it play with your emotions somehow no i'm actually i'm actually not emotionally invested by it but i'm also you're talking to me right now while i'm on a high with this guy (laughs) (laughs) who just did buddhist chants Aaron, have you ever smoked old stash? No, I'm trying to think. I don't think I ever did. Oh, I've done it. I did it with my ex of two years. I did it. I've done it with everyone. I think I like to light those bridges on fire, though. Yeah. Like when I'm done, I'm like scorched earth, salt it. Make Beth over here. Yeah. So I don't think that there was anyone for me to go back to. Like I've remained friends with ex-boyfriends and stuff, but I don't think I've ever. But that's probably smart. I I mean, it's not like I've gained anything from this. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. It's like I just have a string of men in my life who I've had some type of connection with, but nothing that's really fulfilling. Right. Do you want to talk about your ghosted story, Mateo? I mean, I have a lot. I was going to say, do you have a... Yeah, thanks. I know you're excited to be here. Do you want to talk about a specific one or do you have like several? You can like, yeah, let's go into it. I recently was ghosted. Before though, really quickly, I guess you did a little bit, but give us like your brief life... Story. story of dating like give us like what your history is like how many long-term relationships how many like I've bring had, the people up to speed uh, okay so uh let's see i uh f- pretended to like women for a couple years great uh throughout high school and then i worked at michael's arts and crafts and dated this girl francesca and she's an idiot i mean she, i love her but really she couldn't tell um <laughs> and then i came out of the closet when i went to college the first boyfriend i had though was this guy i won't say his name but we dated for almost two years it was a very tempestuous relationship. I mean, it was just like, I'm impressed that I used that word. Um, yeah, that was great. It, that was a great one. He was, I mean, it was it was both 
bad. I mean, he was like, I was insecure and had all these ex- expectations and I was sort of like dramatic and yeah. he was c- completely closed off emotionally and he may have been a little bit of an alcoholic, Fair. said some things when he was drunk. Aren't, you know? He's just very closed this off This was in Chicago or this was here? In Chicago. Yeah. And now he's dating some guy in his early hundreds. But, um, <laughs> and we haven't spoken in six years. Uh, so that was a relation. And that kind of, once I ended that relationship i just started doing stand-up and took over my life and i haven't had a relationship since i've had small men coming in and out of my life little things little but nothing nothing big and before that i forgot your favorite segment aaron before we get into the ghosted story oh who would play you in the life story of yourself temple grandin (laughs) (laughs) you do yeah you strike me as an old farming lesbian a young liza minnelli probably (laughs) Because from here up, I look just like Liza. <laughs> you do. Yeah. I don't know if that's a joke or not, but you do have Liza Listen, eyes. Listen, my father was a director. <laughs> and I remember Kate Thompson was funny. And she was my godmother. But my mother was, I love, mama was funny. And Michael was funny. Michael Jackson. I lo- we was, he was funny. He was really, and Whitney Houston wasn't funny but um that's liza i do the only the dead on liza minnelli impression phenomenal you got her like breathing when she breathes because i do most most gays do her like you know it's liza darling you know but i'm doing her like after like brain encephalitis and stroke seven you're doing her trying to tell an actual story yeah yeah weekend of bernie style oh she's trying to get a marinette god bless her the most embarrassing thing she said was it's just the way like she sort of sees herself, you know what I mean? I mean, I love, guy, the day she goes, I will be in fetal position. I mean, <laughs> I love her. I, that's going to be a hard day for me. Um, How old is she now? Early hundreds. No, <laughs> she's 70. She's 70 years old. She's born in 46. Oh, God. I Barbara's older her than like... her. I know, but she's like, she can't How old is Barbara? Yeah. 74. Shut up. If you would ask me how old Barbara Streisand was, I would have said 62. No, she's 74. Wow. Yeah. But Liza was being interviewed by Larry King and she, she just goes, you know, they said to me, you're a real chaser. And I said, I don't know if I'm a real chaser, but I know some of the best. <laughs> Liza. Liza. She said this about Lady Gaga. She goes, when I see Lady Gaga, I see someone with strength, bizarre, and also... Pizzazz. <laughs> Twice pizzazz. Uh-huh. Double pizzazz. And I lo- Larry didn't really know what to do, so it was just like, bam, wham, razzle dazzle. And she's like, ha <laughs> I mean, out of it. Out of it. She sounds like beef jerky. She is like, when she sings New York, she's like, nah. It's like. <laughs> I just love when people are that whacked out before it turns to the part- point of like, needing help and you start feeling bad for them uh, like if it's like she's at that point right. maybe but when Patty LaBelle can still like, sing Patty LaBelle is a she's out there and singing and killing it and, and I love her for it oh is she? yeah oh yes all she does yeah. is yell at people when she's on stage and I am there for every second oh, of it have you seen her live no she's I mean she just she starts vocally at a 10 and just plateaus from there. I mean, she's just these notes into the stratosphere. Yeah. She's still got it. She's wearing great, like, Catherine Zeta-Joan wigs from Chicago. If you could only, if you could spend a night with Mariah, Patti LaBelle, or 
Liza. I choose Liza. Really? Yeah. Over Mariah? Well, because Liza. Mimi? Li- Mariah's a dud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Mariah's not gonna give you anything. Mariah, That's a good point. she's she's a she's a dud. Liza, yeah, she's like, she's listen, Gene Kelly and Kate Thompson, <laughs> they're uh, the same shit stories. I'll wheel out time <laughs> after time, but she knows, you know, her mother was Judy Garland, right. and she was she was a real performer. Right. I mean, right. when she was young, she was. Right. It is a talent right. unheard of these days. Mariah's just going to make you watch her episode of Cribs a few times. And Mariah's then, like, just a fucking Talk about them babies. Stud. Mariah's going to be asleep by 730. <laughs> like, you're not <laughs> getting much out now. of her. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Liza and I could have a cigarette, talk about old Hollywood. Right. Like, you know. Right, right. Yeah. You do right. a little number. Yeah, yeah five, six, night. seven. Oh my God. Billy stretches here on piano. <laughs> Billy, maybe this time. <laughs> you know. <laughs> notes. <laughs> On that note, literally, Mateo, tell us one of your ghosted stories. I was recently ghosted by this guy named, uh, well, he's, I won't say his name, but he's Italian. Oh, we yeah. can name the ghost if you want, after your favorite ghost. Okay, uh, my favorite ghost, like <laughs> yeah. Casper. That's the yeah, only sure. ghost Everybody I know. Says Casper, you could say Sam from uh, Who Ghost. Who the fuck is Sam? From ghost. That's the Patrick Swayze's character on Ghost. Ghost Dad. Yeah, I really want someone ghost to refer to Ghost Cat. I named this after okay, ghost, ghost Cat. cat. Perfect. <laughs> um, so, Ghost Cat. So, <laughs> we went on a date. You and Ghost Really cat? handsome. Speaks Italian so that we could speak Italian to each other. But, That's cute. Yeah. Do you speak Italian and Spanish? Yes. Could you so fucking smell it? Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, he was like, a, I could see the ghosting happening. First of all, it was weird because he was a real shaky and weird in bed. Wait, how did you meet him? I met him on Tinder. And then you went on one date with him. We went on a couple dates. And then he would okay. come spend the night. But then he was like a really bad kisser. I, this is why I was mad about the ghosting. Because I was in the upper hand in this situation. I was the better kisser. And I was the better bad. And he would like not know like how to touch bodies and would, like would shake. And we, you know, like sometimes guys come, they like embarrassingly come. Yeah. Where yeah. They, like, he looked like he was having like a seizure, you know? And like in my head, I'm like rolling my eyes, you know, while it's happening. I'm like, that's great. You know, but it's and like, this he turned is embarrassing. The tables on you. And he turned the tables on me. God damn it. I thought really, like really, okay. Turn the ta- completely turn the tables on me and just like completely stop talking to me. So how long? Ghosted. Though, you said you went on a couple dates, but then like how long were you? It was, I say altogether it was a three week thing. Okay, but did you feel at all? Even though you felt a little bit iffy about his bedroom skills, did you feel? Were you attracted to him? Were you having physically? Fun with he was him? attracted. To him. I mean, you can always see. I feel like I see the expiration date on everybody sure. just because I'm such a piece of shit. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just was like I. Maybe he was right. Maybe he did the right thing. But it was just weird to like text me like, hey, how's it going? That's a, by the way, P.S. One of, I still quote Mateo on the episode of, of Girl Code that we did when we talked about <laughs> ghosting. Mm-hmm. And you have one of my all-time favorite quotes. I think you closed out that topic. Yeah. Where you just said, just ghost away. Because I've ghosted. It is the right thing to do. When he ghosted me, I understood. Why do you think it's the right thing to do? Because I don't need to have the conversation of this isn't working out, blah, 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 blah. If you ignore three of my texts, okay, it's over. That's fine. This is the way to do it in 2016. But don't you feel like, well, hold on. I'm not married to him. I don't have kids with him. I don't need that explanation. I want to talk more about that and your feelings on ghosting as a positive. But first, I still feel unclear on this last ghosting scenario. So what? So you tried to get in touch with him a couple of times? I texted him. I was like, hey, we should hang out this week. He's like, yeah, that'd be great. And then there was nothing. I was like, okay. So like five days later passed. And I was like, how are you? Then nothing. And I was like, oh, I see. Now it's done. And that was it. That was the end. He never responded to that. 
Never made dinner plans with me and never responded to that. Should we text him right now and say that we're talking about him on this podcast? No. It's my dream (laughs) to get a ghost to come on the podcast, but I feel like nobody ever wants us to contact their ghost, which is fair. I'm doing a whole thing about this. Can you talk about it, though? No, not yet. Okay, so we won't talk about it. It's going to be hard. because yeah, be people see i thought originally though when we started this podcast which is just i mean we're only not even 10 episodes in but so i still have hope because i always maintain that even if it was a sensitive subject or even if people felt you know insecure about how they'd be portrayed at the end of the day people just want to talk about themselves yeah you know so that's like kind of the angle now, i hung on to. i'm comfortable with it right. when there's a microphone there's a I know that there's like a show to per se. Right. <laughs> I'll talk about anything with anybody, no matter right. how embarrassing it is. But the second those microphones are away, I'm like, yeah, right. like, <laughs> I run away. I don't want to be there. I had to ghost somebody because he was so, we met on Tinder. Okay. He was cute. And I was like, you know, he's like a hairdresser, but like tattooed and stuff like that. Okay. Kind of younger, like 25. And I was like, oh, like this could be fun. I'll go on a date with him, whatever, see how it goes. Yeah. But he would just text, 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 text. It was so much. What would he be texting? Just like, hey, how's it going? What are you doing? I'm walking here. I'm doing this. Here's a picture of me, blah, blah, blah. I can't do that. Just like nothing adding to the conversation. That's a younger, I feel, generation thing. Not to say that we're so old, but I think that any guy that I've been hooking up with or whatever, that's even like, like 26 and below yeah that's what I was gonna say like 26, 27 and below it's very selfies all the time and this and that and like oh my god I just got a latte lol what are you doing it's like I don't need a what I'm at work I know and I I, but it seems like their cultural norm for them yes and it was so much that I stopped responding because I was like he needs to learn yeah. that this is ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say to this kid who's super nice, I'm not going to be like, you text too much and you're annoying me. You're right. making yourself look cheap. Shut right. up. Right. You know, but it just kept coming and coming. And then, then you think it's over, right? Like I was like, fine. We're, I, now I'm mad. So now it's a game. <laughs> now I, re- now the more you text, the more I refuse to respond. Right. So then comes the, where are you? What happened to you? What's going on? What did I do? Did I do something wrong? I can't believe you're behaving this way. What's going on? What's that? I've never met him. This is all through text, like in a couple days. He's going, he's went from this to this. So then I was like, okay, you're like cuckoo banana. So finally he stopped texting and then Instagram messaged me. <gasps> what? And now what? he's Instagram messaging me. What happened? Blah, blah, blah. This and this, that and that, that, that. Then goes to Tinder and starts messaging me on Tinder. Same stuff. Then starts going on my Instagram page and putting unhappy faces on all of my pictures. <laughs> now That's I'm like, crazy. I know. God. And I'm like, what? I, okay, like, what am I going to do now? Like, Oh, you're right. Like, let's hang out now. No, you're like crazy. Crazy, actually crazy. And so, like, I had to ghost in that situation. In that, you absolutely did. And this is why when we, well, actually, I don't know if I've posted that episode yet. Spoiler alert, you guys. Sometimes we record episodes in advance. We post them later. It's a very sophisticated technology thing. But <laughs> sometimes you have to ghost for self-preservation. That's what but I was trying to do. You started ghosting before. When he just started uh, responding too much, you were just like, I'm done. Yeah, because it was just too much. And I, when it's in, like, not even a relate, like, you haven't even gone on a first date. I don't, no one owes anybody an explanation. Wait, of, so, like, like, had you guys just, like, met up, had sex? We hadn't even met. We never met. Oh. That's how crazy he was. So I had to ghost him. Yeah, you did. A hundred percent. That is bizarre behavior. Bizarre. I was like, this is, I, this is bizarre. So I had to ghost him. That's fair. Did you? I feel like right before I we started talking about this, I ghosted someone and apologized a year later. 
What? Tell us that, that story. That seems interesting. So, and I was I like, like this potpourri of like really ghosted story snacks. I, well, I remember my cousin Kelly, she and I came up with ghosting. I think we think we came up with it, but we obviously didn't, but I was probably like 19, 20. Oh, like invented the terminology? We thought <gasps> we did, but we were 20 <gasps> years old of. and Kelly is the one who told me about ghosting. Is that we're, her and I are a month apart. I grew up in the same block as my first one, two cousins. 22? Yeah, there's a lot of us. Christ. And um, so Kelly, I remember this guy... I just broke up with my boyfriend of two years. And so I'm like free for the first time. And so I went on a couple dates with this one guy that was friends with my cousin, Megan, and he was fine, but I just was like not into it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, on paper, fine, but there's just not that right connection. Sure. So I was, I was like, okay, well I'm going to Italy for four months, no three and a half months. So like I could just use that as an excuse. But while I was in, while I was in Italy, he would like text me and like email me and be like, can't wait for you to get back and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Mm." you're like, stop texting. Did you talk to him before you left? Like, yeah, I mean, we like hung out and went on dates and stuff like that. But But did you say like, I'm going to Italy and I feel like this is a good pause for us? Yeah. I was like, I will be in another country for the summer. Like I'm studying at a school. So he insisted, can't wait for you to get back. Back, can't wait for you to get back blah 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 this and i was like god okay so then but why didn't you say to him like i'm not interested i just was like cool we'll chit chat when i get back i mean i didn't yeah. think it was gonna be that big of a deal until right. i got to italy and oh, then, okay. then the messages came so i got back to america and i had my phone again and he was like what's going on and then i was like oh i don't feel well jet lag da 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 like i didn't realize i could ignore him yet <laughs> i was like I was like, maybe I'll just lie and say I'm sick or whatever. And he's like, oh, my God, I feel better than that. And then my cousin <laughs> Kelly, of course, I'm texting her. She's like, ghost him. Ghost him. Get rid of him. You don't need him. You get another on the back burner. Ghost him. He's annoying. So I thought, okay. So I never responded to him again. But and did she explain s- what ghosting was at that point? Or did she explain what she meant? Are you just oh, like, yes. oh, oh yes. She goes, just stop talking to them. <laughs> so I, I stopped talking to him. And uh, a year later on Facebook, we like befriended each other and I messaged him and said, I'm sorry I never wrote back to you. I was going through a difficult time. So you have your, were you feeling guilty about it? Were yes. You I mean, at the time, wow. because I don't think ghosting was like a thing yeah, so that was a thing yet, guilt. but now it's like the norm. Now sure. it's like you ghost. Okay. Goodbye. Next. You know, I mean, it's also super easy in New York because it's like, you could spit at a fucking game. Yeah. Here. There's so much anonymity, but yeah. Oh, how did he respond? Was he receptive? He was very nice. He said, nice. Oh, you know, th-. then it made me more mad that he was nice about it. Oh yeah. You'd <laughs> the Italian to be me. I'm like, how do you should be mad at me? You know? <laughs> but I said, uh, I was, he was like, Oh, you know, no worries. And we, we, watched a lot of um uh strangers with candy together so he's like let me know if you ever want to watch strangers with candy again it was a nice gesture would you hang out with him again but no No. but um but i do remember that still in that block in chicago i'm sure he's still in chicago yeah Yeah. i'm sure he's still in chicago he tanned too much uh but i said uh um yeah you know that that was the first time i had ghosted someone ever and then i apologize that's so Catholic of me. I, I apologize. <laughs> a year later, I held on to that guilt. I apologize to him a year later. But the apologizing, I mean, like that. I feel like you actually might have invented ghosting, doing it that. So that I was, was what? Ni- it was eighteen or nineteen, and my cousin Sorry. Kelly. I should call Kelly right now. Yeah, see what Kelly's up to. Yeah, let's see what let's Kelly's give Kelly doing. A call. She's gonna be because like, if we could credit Kelly with ghosting, I mean, this would be huge. I mean, then we really got to the bottom of something. Yeah, she would also be owed. I think a lot of. I mean, residuals. I mean, don't say that because would she we don't have, have a any stake money in this podcast. Her. I mean, not just this podcast, but I feel like in general, like who? I know my cat's still meowing. Is that what you're He's looking at? The most vocal cat. What do you think? Like, what do you think he thinks he needs right now? He's already. He's eaten. He's taken a shit since I've been home. 
twice, I think. Is he just want us to know that he's there? Yeah. All right, let me call Kelly. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Does she? Well, okay, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll unpack this once Kelly gets on the phone. Where's Kelly then? Is she still in Chicago? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Hi, Mateo. Hey, Kelly. Okay, so Kelly, we're on a podcast right now, and oh. it's it's about ghosting. About ghosting? Yeah, like you know when you date and like you ghost someone away. Yeah, so I was saying, we think, because I, I was talking about ghosting, and I, do you remember that guy that was friends with Megan, who was, like, really tan, and I, like, dated him for a little bit, and then when I went yeah. to when I went to Italy, and I came back, and he was still texting me, and I texted you, and your suggestion to me was? I was like, just ignore him. Just, you ghost. Yeah. yeah. But so we think we may, you, you and I have invented. talking to him. Yeah. yeah. Did you invent ghosting, Kelly? <laughs> Um, not like on purpose. I just did by like doing it so often to other people. <laughs> I think, wow, I think I, Kelly's I think a I did savage. <laughs> but now when you but hear that's the only way not responding is actually responding. Yes. See, thank you, Kelly. That's a really like yeah. fucking truth bomb yeah. right there. But and man, Ke- it worked and you felt bad. And I said, no, don't feel bad. <laughs> but Kelly, when you hear people use the term ghosting now, it's become so much part of the zeitgeist in the past year or so. Do you feel yeah. like there's credit due? Or do you remember how you heard the term ghosting? Or did you create it? I don't know. I don't think I, I, don't think I coined the term. But I, yeah, I just that was just like my natural reaction. Like... <laughs> When you like someone and then they text you and you're like, why are they texting me? (laughs) But wait, Kelly, why is it when you like somebody and they text you? (laughs) Well, I don't want to talk to them. I don't like them enough to talk to them and see them. You're such a good Catholic girl. You're like, I like you just enough to like you, but not enough to engage at any stage. Yeah. No, no, no. So, okay, real quick. So, Kelly and I, so I was explaining to them, Kelly, that we were raised like siblings and grew up together. And yeah. so, Kelly and I are a month apart. Everyone in my family is like a month apart of that. But Kelly, <laughs> it's a real busy two our, months. Even our siblings, we're all just a month apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brother and sister are Irish twins. They're 11 months apart. Wow. I know. So, yeah. We, we, we used to do, so Kelly used to go out on dates and th- I mean, we sound like such losers. So me and my cousin, Brian and my aunt Cindy would be home and Kelly would uh-huh. have a date. Kelly, you explain. <laughs> I call them my three fairy godmothers because I'm not really like super girly, but Matt and Brian and my mom would like curl my hair, Aww. like do my makeup, like get me all ready. Like these three, like women, can we just say that? <laughs> One time we like watched, we like like turned off the lights and watched in the blinds as you got in the car with that Greek guy. Remember him? Yeah, you were like 20 years old, Mateo. You were were too old to be watching me come back from a date. Like, you should have been on a date yourself. I was. I was dating Brian and your mom. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like you were 13. Like, you were. 
too old to be doing Kelly and I discovered OkCupid together. How, wait, how far apart yeah. are you guys again? A Kelly month. And I are exactly one month. Just a apart. month apart. Okay. We went to preschool yeah. together, communion together, oh graduations God. together. Uh-huh. Kelly, do you realize wait. that every year of our lives, for like between the ages of like three and twenty-five, there was a communion, baptism, graduation, something. Yeah, and it was always like with like three uh, three kids. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like one person. Community, and it was like everyone's. Yeah. We also celebrated our birthday together until oh. we were like seniors in high school. Like, it's I true. would be the only girl at Mateo's birthday party, and he'd be the only boy at my birthday party. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. We're just like <laughs> lesbians together. And wait, what happened yeah. when you guys were on OKCupid at the same time? So, like well, coaching Ke- each other through it? Then there was a there was a moment where Kelly and I dated for a while. Because like sweet. we were just like <laughs> losers living next to each other. And we were what, 23, but like living at home. So yeah. it was winter time. It was snowy. And it was like, you know, every day I go to my cousin's house and we have, we cook dinner and stuff like that. Right. And so I just heard about OKCupid and I like, ran down to the basement yeah. where Kelly was. I was like, Kelly, I have a secret to tell you. Come upstairs. <laughs> it was like brand new. I don't even know how you heard about it. And like no Tinder, nothing else. It was a free dating website. And it was like, yeah. you know, like kind of yeah. like Facebook. So yeah. I said, um, I was like, oh, Kelly. I was like, there's like, okay, Cupid, blah, blah, blah. So we both signed up together. And then Kelly got a date the next. <gasps> Matt, Mateo got me ready for the date. Mateo and Brian and my mom. Oh, yeah. Okay, my first her online hand? date ever. And we sit down at the bar. And then my brother sits down at the table next to us. I was oh, like, God. what are the chances that he's here, too? I was like, that's my brother next to us. Like, he probably thought I totally planned that on purpose. <laughs> and then we were making lasagna the next so day crazy. for Christmas. And then <laughs> Michael told my Uncle Mike and then ran upstairs. And he's like, hey, hey, Kenny was on a date last night. And it was just. Yeah. <laughs> How Italian are you that you're close. making lasagna for and Christmas. That there's like multiple people Christmas. named Michael in your family. Oh, yeah. it's tradition. That's it. And that we like forgot that the lasagna noodles are super hot and kept burning our fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I didn't Aww. tell anyone. I didn't tell my parents I was going on that date because I was like embarrassed. It was like when online dating was like embarrassing and like new. Yeah. So I didn't say anything. Right. But of course, I bumped into a family member and told a family member. Yep. So wait, what's your current status, Kelly? Kelly's uh, as a fiance. Congratulations. Even I'm surprised. I'm shocked because Brian, <laughs> Kelly, and I, out of the whole family, none of us ever, we, we all thought we were going to die alone in a... But like it sounds a, like Kelly was always going on dates, at least. Well, yeah. Bri- Brian was going on dates, too. Yeah, yeah, I dated a lot, but I was, like, reserved to the fact that I would be single forever and, like be just like dating Mateo and Brian and my mom forever. I was yeah. like, that's fine. That's what my future is going to be. Yeah, I'm is, singing at Kelly's wedding. Oh, you are. Yes. That's so fun. Yeah, I'm singing Ave yeah, Maria. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> and you can have like a caricature station. Yeah. You should work that out. No, my yeah. uncle Mike, wouldn't uncle, wouldn't your dad love that if I was drawing caricatures at the wedding? <laughs> um, yeah, Mateo, he wanted you to be my DJ because I had to find a DJ and he was like, well, why don't you just hook up with Spotify from your iPod into a speaker. And I was like, no, you need a DJ at a wedding. Yeah. yeah. Just make a playlist and hook it up. And I was like, Dad, no. You need a DJ. And he was like, just have Mateo do it. <laughs> and I was like, he's going to be in town from New York. Like, if he wants to be with his family, not DJing my wedding. And I don't know <laughs> how to say, DJ. Have you ever DJed before? <laughs> you, <was> a suggestion. <laughs> you made that up, Uncle Mike. I don't know how to DJ. I know. I'm like, I am not. 
asking. Like, we have to get a DJ. Like, cut yes. it out. Don't get Adam to do Spotify. it. Right. Kelly, please. All right. Well, we'll let you go, Kelly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much thank for letting so us much, ambush oh, call you. you guys. It was nice talking to you. And <laughs> th- <laughs> thanks for... Like, creepy out too bad. But just keep in mind, like, you just can't have feelings when you ghost. Just don't feel bad. Yeah. It yeah. worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> She's engaged. See, she's kids. engaged, yes, and her cousin's singing the Ave Maria. Thanks for inventing the term ghosting, Kelly. Yes. Sure. Okay. All right, bye. bye, Kelly. Bye. Oh my god. That was a goddamn treat. That was like the most. I love my family. Okay, wait. Do you have any other ghost stories you wanted want to share, and or just definitive thoughts on whether or not ghosting? Is well, I we I like Kelly's against? point of view on ghosting, where Kelly's she, point of view is like, hey, you know. Um, what did she say? She's like, it worked for me. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but do you think like, that it's different with gay men versus like heterosexual relationships? Everything's different with gay men versus heterosexuals. Okay. There's something about, and I'm not saying everything. I'm not saying like gays are like incapable of feeling and all that, but there happens to be. Like gay, the, yeah, gay men, I think in particular, there's a different sort of. Gay, gay men are exes can hang out and, and mm-hmm. still talk to each other, and there's kind of an understanding. I mean, it's sometimes you feel like it's almost like business. Sometimes, right. I mean, I think gay men are better at separating emotions and sex than straight people are. Yeah, that's fair. And I think a lot of times, like, you know, you look at relationships that are the most monogamous to the least monogamous, the least monogamous gay men. Right. In the middle, heterosexual couples, most monogamous lesbians. Right. So there is, you know, uh, there must be something biological with men and women. Not that gay men are incapable of this. Trust me, gay men. I want a relationship. I want to settle down. I want all these things. Right. But no. Yeah. And I know a a ton of gay couples that are not. But there's a lot of gay couples that are open relationships, right, a lot totally. of gay couples right. that understand, mm-hmm. a lot of gay couples that, you know, there, there's just something about it that's a little um, easier. Like a lot of times I hear straight couples talk about like these girls talking about their boyfriends or boyfriends talking about women. And I just think, thank God I'm gay. I mean, there's a lot of, like <laughs> the problem with gays is also like they have the attention span of a gnat and it's very, it, they, everyone's ghosting and there's a lot, there's too much sex and you know what I mean? But it's like we can over sexualize ourselves and there's internalized mm-hmm. homophobia. I mean, there's all this stuff. Right. But you know, generally speaking, it's just like, oh, it's so much easier to be gay. Right. So in th- New York City, not Dubai. So do you think it would almost be like, unacceptable if you would try to express to a guy you've just been sleeping with for a few weeks or a month like hey this has been lovely but i think would they be like what the fuck i don't need an explanation well i think ghosting okay let me rephrase this i think i even said this on girl code too i think ghosting is okay you can't go past a month okay once you're past a month seeing someone regularly then you then you owe an explanation okay if this is something that's less than a month and it's it's a sort of a back and forth and it's not that serious you can ghost but it has to be done early on you have to be sure if you're ghosting four months into something five months into something a year into something you're an asshole right then 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 a conversation is needed but this is light dating we're talking about um, Mateo, you have been a delight. Was this? I mean, it was troubling for me to get over here. No. The keys, the cat, the there stairs. The, so appreciated. There was a yeah. lot. I am. Um, I uh, I'm starting a podcast with Emma Willman called Gay Talk. I love Emma Willman. Oh, she's the best. She is. 
And we did a run through with Keith and the girl. We may, I think we're going to continue with that. I'm not sure what we're going to do, but we have, we actually have to call them. But um, Carly came out as our guest. Aw. Oh, nice well, because wait, yeah, I thought that was just a, I thought you and Emma officially had an ongoing podcast. We did, they do like a test trial month on the Keith and the Girl Network. Got and they it. asked us if we want to do it. And we're like, sure, of course, because yeah. they're the best. I don't know what the plan is for now. I mean, we're so busy. We may just like put it on hold and come back. To, I don't right. know what we're going to do. Yeah, you guys, I saw that you guys posting about that and I thought, I love Emma. It was fun. And her, her and I have great chemistry yeah. back and forth. Yeah. The best kind of a nice Maybe title, Emma has gay some talk stories. Oh, Emma's got yeah, Emma's Emma. got great stories. Right? So you got to get Emma in there. Emma. She's a lesbian. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Um. Yeah. And then we had Donald Trump the other week, so that was. I can't do. Yeah. I. Uh, how how do people do Donald Trump so much? Like, that's great. We're gonna win big. We're gonna win real big. <laughs> I can't do him. Like, can't do. I can't. Either. I can't even picture the way he speaks. You're ghosted. Um. Yeah. You're ghosted. Thank you for crossing several rivers to get here. Uh, yeah, Mateo's locked inside his apartment and he's I was here. playing Any, Angry Birds. Anything you wanna at Mateo Lane on yeah, all platforms? Yeah, at Mateo Lane on all platforms. Do you have any DM other, him, he's into it. Yeah, DM him if you uh especially <laughs> if you're international. Do you have any <laughs> upcoming shows, dates, anything you wanna this will come out a week from now. Oh, okay. So anything um, happening, tune into Divas. Just Google Divas. Divas live pre-show. You're gonna. It's gonna be a fucking show. It'll be, be a good oh, time. December seventeenth. You should come to this. I would love. Let to. Let me just double check that it's December seventeenth. Yeah, so Amber out. Nelson and I put love on Amber an Nelson. annual Christmas show every single year. Last year we were did three hour. Christmas show. It's in the basement at the Creek in the Cave. My friend Henry Kapersky gets on piano. I love And this. everybody sings. I it was love a, this. it was like 70 people crammed in this room. We ran out of so many Christmas songs to sing that we started singing other songs in Christmas themes. So instead of <laughs> instead of under the tr- uh, the sea, we're like under the tree, <laughs> under the tree. But we do everything, and then we always end on I just want you for my own, more than you. And it is, I mean, it's insane. That's such a good one. That's the best Uh, one. That was my, in show choir, a senior year, I had the Mariah solo, the open. Do you want to do it right now for us? No, I couldn't. I, yes! couldn't, I couldn't do it at the time. Like, I don't we'll do actually have a good Do it now. Voice. And actually, I have, I feel like, every single thing I did in high school on tape, but somehow that was mysteriously missing. And I feel like maybe my parents just did it for my own good to be like, Chelsea, you ain't sound like Mariah. What are we? Oh. <laughs> and it's karaoke. Let's go. I can't. Don't want a lot for Christmas. I can't do it, guys. I'm drunk. Do I'm it. drunk. I'm drunk. Ooh, no, you're doing it. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath. Guys, I can't do it. I really. I just want you for my own. More than you will ever know. Make my wish come true. Oh, one more Christmas. You. I mean, isn't it such a good song? So good. I love it. How is that song so good? 
I loved. I'm like really celebrate though her follow up Christmas song or Which Christmas album. The oh, I love it. The one um where, where she, she did sings. the little Santa suit. That's the best one. The one that I love on that follow up album is with a uh, her mother. I think it's not Will I Am. Is it JD Jermaine? Oh, she did another Christmas album. Oh yeah, and they're all just sort of like hip hop takes on Christmas songs. And like here comes Santa. Like it starts into this intro, and then someone in the background is like. Y'all know it's Christmas, and I'm like, and she, y'all she do goes, know it's Christmas. Uh, what is she? I'm gonna go see her December seventh at the Beacon Theater. It'll be my third time oh seeing my her God. Christmas the show. Beacon? Yeah, she does a oh, Christmas show here. What does she do at the end of the Yes, she always does that at the end of her song. She's like, um, my friend wrote that. Yeah, Santa Claus <laughs> is coming tonight. Oh. <laughs> The best is she sings with her mother, and if you want, I'm sorry we're going long, but she did this. Um, it goes long as you want. We I'm pouring more wine. She did this Christmas concert with her mother. It was she was pregnant at the time, and her mother dumb babies? literally like don't was, call babies dumb. No, no dumb babies. babies. Oh. That's, That's what, what she, she calls, calls them. them. So <laughs> they have a website. Her dumb mother babies. has an operatic voice. Call them dumb babies. And this is the song they were doing together because it's so weird. Because Mariah's like. Eh. Right. Yeah, that's her whole. You know, can uh, her mother sing? Yeah, her mother's an opera singer. Oh, I didn't know anything about her parents. Yeah. I, I never occurred to me that Mariah Carey had parents until this moment. <laughs> but her mother, she so it was like, uh, what is the song? I'm trying to think of the, the song so I could imitate it for you. Um, uh, oh yeah, so her like Mariah's like, yeah, 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 you know that breathy shit, and then her mother's like. And he shall ever and She had like a wooden tooth and like a hump. I'm like, Mariah, get her a fucking, you know, fix her fix, teeth. Yeah, fix her up. Yeah, this is this is that song. It's kind of, it's good. It's, um, you, you'll hear. This is so exciting. Oh, whoops. Oh, I was going to say, I knew that one. That's what I was talking about. Y'all know it's Christmas. And Patricia Carey. Patty Carey. Do we have to pay for this? No, I'm not selling it. <laughs> oh, come let Oh. And her mother comes in like the Duchess of York. You'll hear. <laughs> Just like proper. And white is the driven snow. I didn't realize this is her mom on this song. Oh, yes. Alone. Here we go. Little flute. I used to play the flute. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mariah outshines her own mother at the end, right? Her Let mother goes for a high note. I know she's like, and then Mariah jumps up two octaves. Watch. (laughs) With a wooden tooth. Ready? Let Patty have one fucking moment. It's so overdone. Saltation. Pick a register, Mariah. Ready? High notes. You know, her mother's like, but Mariah! And who is she? 
And her mother comes at the end for like a, a second, and Mariah again goes an octave up. Is this the shittiest version of this song you've ever heard? This is like checks mix. Have or something. you ever thought of releasing riff tracks from Mariah's holiday album? No, just <laughs> what do you mean? Like me just going like, like oh, like you doing like play by play, and then you just play it along to Mariah's holiday album, and you can like do your play by play. I could. Yes, I think there's a lot of editing in this. <laughs> Here we go. Ready. <laughs> I'm going to show you what she looks like. You're going to die. She's like in a cloth. Do you think she's ever been ghosted? She's in a cloth? Yeah. And he shall... Mariah! What are you going to ask Mariah on the red carpet? Are you going to go rogue? Are you going to ask about Patty and her wooden tooth? Are you going to do that for her? Are you going to do an impression of her? Uh, her whistle. She, her ego couldn't handle it. What are you going to say to her? I'm going to tell you Mariah's mother... Mariah and mother. I feel like you could say anything to Mariah Carey's face, though, and she would just give you a blank look. Like, I mean, I, she would anything know. registers. No, what I want to say is, Mariah, saying. are you okay? It. There, there, they are. And he shall reborn. She's cute. She has a hump. Let me see. She's an old woman, though. Like, what do you want from her? I'm saying Mariah, pay for to, to fix. Can you fix the yeah. hump? Or is that How just osteoporosis? Mariah? Mariah's 45 or 44. Mm. 46, maybe. Is she an only okay. child? She seems like she is. No, she has an older sister who is an HIV positive prostitute. Who no, she is died, begging. didn't she? No, but she's begging Mariah for money. It's a whole thing. Oh, she's wow. given her trouble her whole life. Is Mariah's she a 100% sister? or a- 100%, yes. And she has a brother, an older brother as well. And he's like a normal meat and potatoes kind of guy. Yeah. He you know, owns his own gym. Like He's very into fitness and blah, Good blah, blah. Him. Well, he recently came out and said, I wouldn't be, su- be surprised if my sister ended up like Whitney Houston in the headlines. <gasps> wow. Said she's bipolar, not on meds, self-medicating, drinks too much. Wow. Is an alcoholic. I mean, but I'm not that's surprised. all I know. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like these are all things that we could also diagnose Mariah with. Listen, Listen I worry for Mariah. <laughs> I'm going to be watching the reality show, though, with the rest of the world. Um, Mateo, this has been, to say it was a treat is an understatement. Yes. Well, thanks say. for having me. The amount me. of characters that you brought to this show have just been <laughs> breathtaking. Well, listen. <laughs> I really had a lot of fun. <laughs> and I was ghosted once the night in Studio 54. Uh, Bob Fossey said he was going to be there for me. I went in and I said, where's Bob? And I, he was doing coke off Lorna's ass. <laughs> and I, that's when Lorna and I decided to stop talking. Be- I list, but we're friends now. <laughs> I can't wait till you have an all Liza podcast. <laughs> I know. Should I do that podcast yes. with Liza? You should. Ken, yeah, you're Gene Kelly was my yeah. uncle. I loved him. I, I, for Halloween, I dressed up as a witch, and I went to his house, and he was laughing at me, and I wanted him to be scared, so I started to cry. And he realized, and, oh, and then told everyone to be scared of him. We read a good laugh. It's a verbatim quote. That can't I, be true. That's a verbatim quote. Wait, Gene Kelly is her uncle? Yeah, she used to call him Uncle Gene. Oh, but not blood uncle. I don't think blood uncle, no, right, but, but like, they like live next to each other. Friend, yeah. yeah. I started work from the bottom. <laughs> I did summer stuff. I was building sets. And I went to New York. And I came back, and 
And I said to my parents, if you said if I got a job, I could stay. And they said, well, yeah. And so I just never went back home. And I never asked for another dime from my parents. <laughs> and I've always been proud of that. And I'd be like, yeah, you didn't ask for a dime, but you're fucking Judy Garland's daughter. You don't need a dime. Every gay was clinging to get at you. She acts like she was this anonymous yeah. woman. Where are these quotes from? Just I've memorized every, every interview that like she's ever specials, done. specials? A particular special? Okay, just like. So the one that I'm drawing from interviews? right now was an uh, AMC, I think it was, or American mm-hmm. film. Some guy sat down and did a long form interview with her. There was like six parts of it. And she always talks about when she talks about her father and when she talks about her past, like like her childhood. She's very lucid, but anything off of that, it becomes difficult. What do you think about her and that guy that she married? David Guest, who recently yeah. passed away. I think he was a homosexual, and she wanted back in the headlines and got it. But huh. do you think they were really in love? Like, no. do you think she loved no. him? You think as simple as that? Like, she just found him and was yeah, like, yeah, he was a producer do. because she he found her when she was singing at Michael Jackson's 30th anniversary special, oh. and she had just suffered from brain encephalitis. Wait, how do you find somebody at Michael Jackson's special? Well, he was producing it and asked Liza to come perform oh. for it. So she had just suffered from brain encephalitis, and so she literally you never said goodbye. <laughs> Someone tell me why. How could this be? You're not here with me. <laughs> and the best is she kept fucking up the lyrics How and she looks so crazy. Is this like a really ignorant question? How does one contract brain encephalitis? Who knows? It's just an in- inflammation of the brain. You can get it. Al- it's like a virus. Oh. And she said, she goes, the doctor said that I would never speak again and dance again. And so I was in the hospital, and because I'm a dancer and I know how to rehearse, I sat in the hospital bed and forced myself to talk again. And so I said, A, B, C, and here I am today, dead. (laughs) (laughs) Mateo Lane, follow Mateo at Liza Minnelli. Liza, darling. Uh, Liza with a Z. <laughs> it's Liza with a Z, not Liza with an S. Because Liza with an S goes not Z. It's, she can do that in French. How is it different in French? She can sing it in French. All right. She speaks French. She does? Why? Mm-hmm. She used to perform in France a lot when she was younger, when she was like in oh, her that's 20s. Fun. And so she's, there's like concerts of hers like, J'ai problème aujourd'hui parce que c'est mon nombre. C'est mon nombre, c'est Lise. Mais le problème, c'est tous les gens pensaient que ça Lisa. Et maintenant, je chante une chanson pour vous et je voudrais de chanter ça. Alors, comment il fait Ça, Do you speak French? What? Do you speak French? Yes. You just remember? Okay. That was me. That was actual French. That was actual you. No, I was. was You speak French? I speak French when I'm drunk. Jesus Christ. Am I the only one who speaks French in this room? Yeah. Tanuki speaks French. You are uncultured swine. I am. I'm garbage. Disgusting. You guys. Right, I gotta go. Yeah, Mateo's gonna do a show. Right. Thank you so much for coming the whole way out here, even though you're allergic that was to my cat. God bless. I, I hope know, it works out with that guy. Helped. I feel better. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Boo. Boo. Boo.